Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Limited Diction Podcast. My name is Frankie. My name's Daniel. We're here to talk about all things nerdy. And this week, we have a sponsor. No, we don't. <laughs> nope. No. Sponsored by ourselves. We might, actually. I don't know. I didn't check my emails today. <laughs> so, stay tuned for that. Um, we, yeah. We'll be offering uh, t-shirts pretty soon. Working that deal out right now. Really? Yeah. It's a uh, local-based company called Bigfoot Tees. I don't know. Yeah. That's who we're sponsored by. I mean, yeah, technically we're sponsored by, uh, well, we're not sponsored by them. We're an affiliate with Morph Industries. So, hmm. and technically this podcast is an affiliate of the Frankly Done Network. Yeah. Well, that's, that'll be the tag eventually when we have multiple shows. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, it's a pretty good intro. It's not anymore because I just said that, but uh, like a... Uh, Another podcast group called the Smodcast. Oh yeah. We'll eventually have that annoying thing everyone skips through in the beginning, where we talk about all the different podcasts. Oh, the Joe Rogan podcast. I know automatically skip ten minutes in every time. Yeah, let's talk about the Marvel podcast unless you want to hear what happened in wrestling that week. What happened? In- Sorry, I'm looking at this flyer. Oh, that's, that's entertaining. Burt Ward did not. Well, either this is a really terrible picture. He did not look good when he played Rod. Like, he doesn't look great now. He looks great. He actually yeah. does for how old he is. He knew karate back then. Anyways, well, <laughs> we just gave you 12 different intros. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is the big week we've been counting down, what, a month? Two months for? Tusk. Counting down? I've been dreading. Tusk. Tusk-tanic, if you will. Tusk-tanic? Yeah. Um, but before we get to that, uh, not a whole lot of news. Well, there probably was. We didn't. We're not going to talk about a whole lot of news. Cause we're going to focus on some other stuff. Um, but just quickly, TV shows are starting back up. I'm pretty excited for them. A lot of my. It was kind of weird. I was like, man, a lot of the shows I'm watching right now are ending. That you know, everyone else thinks it's weird, like Zoo and Wayward Pines. You watch the weirdest shows ever. The Whispers. Which is funny because most of them are like, I don't even have to worry about them getting canceled because I'm like, well, it was only meant to be 10 episodes. It's cool. Well, the Whispers, I think, is a series. Those are sometimes the best self-contained stories. Yeah, I like it. It's, I like that new approach that they seem to be going in. You mean the, the British approach? BBC does that to the junk. They do. BBC, I don't know if it's actually BBC, but the Brits have lovely shows. It's kind of old, so you have to give it a little bit of grace, but it's called Dr. Chef. Oh. <laughs> Doctor Who's a good show too. Don't have the date for that one. Um, but it was called Chef, and it was if you took the um, Talking Heads out of the office and then moved it to a kitchen setting, like a restaurant. That's what Chef was. Huh. I was trying to get these thumbnails about making noise, and it failed miserably. It's like a sun chip bag in class. Crunch. No, I've, I've watched. I don't know, not a whole bunch of BBC shows, but I like the mini-series as opposed to... A lot of times shows, they, they start out strong, in the case of Fuck Heroes, and then they're like, now what do we do? Let's ruin it. But that's coming back, that's one of the shows. Yeah. I don't have the date for that one either. <clears throat> Good job. I'm sticking with the big guys from Black Licorice and Red Licorice Camp. Oh wait, that's responded by Black Licorice. Oh. That was the joke I was going to make uh, next week. I have legitimately not eaten black licorice for like six years. I legitimately had not read a DC comic until we started this podcast. <laughs> Good to know. That may not be true. 
but um, yeah. So, TV shows, Agents of Shield. You see the promo Agents arc of Shield. Which one? In the comics. Oh, in Secret Wars. It's the Secret Warriors. Oh, I mean in the Secret Wars. Oh yeah. Comic. That's the only comic I read. So oh. that's the one you're talking about. Yeah, I just made a comment yes. about that before we started. Well, yeah, I know, but they didn't cool. hear that. It's called leading into it. No. We're, we're live 24-7. Didn't you notice the giant speaker I put on you? Pretty sure that's illegal. I don't think it is. We, I mean, it's illegal for me to do it to you. but If I didn't sign a consent, it's illegal. <laughs> I'm pretty sure when we started this company, mm. you signed the consent. Yes, I agreed to being monitored 24-7. It's true. Anyway, I would be kind of creepy. If I ever bought a uh, GoPro, I would get the chest harness. And I would wear it all the time. I mean, obviously, I'd take it off and turn it off at some point. You gotta charge it. Yeah, exactly. Cops do that sometimes. It works out for them. Sometimes it doesn't. It's true. We won't. We'll save that for a different podcast, yep. probably by a different person. Our hot topic podcast. Maybe in the same company. I don't mm. know. But um, yeah, I don't know. I've always it'd be fun for like the line of work I'm in. People would be like. Well, you did this. I'm like, no, I didn't. Here's the proof. Here's the proof. You just need Google Glasses. Remember when they tried to do Google Glass? Yeah, aren't they like, didn't they like take it back? Yeah. And then they're working on it again. They're like, yeah, these are kind of lame. I decided I would like Google Glass if it wasn't very obvious you were wearing them. Mm-hmm. But anyways, yes, I did see the Secret Warriors. I like Shield. The show? The mm. show. It's not that I, I dislike it. Definitely like it better than uh, Gotham. But that show, I feel like it treads water a lot until yeah, it's going to tread water for a while. We've talked about that a few times where it's kind of like, well, we don't have another movie till next spring. So, so let's give them eight episodes of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and then some Agent Carter. And then we'll spend eight episodes of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. to build up our movie. And then I, we'll do two tie-ins. I heard. So, I don't know how. Okay, the, the big Disney... D23 or X20, whatever it's called, happened over the weekend. I probably should know the exact name. D23. D23. X23 is a. You, that's right. Well, yeah. Wolverine's <laughs> dot. So that's someone at first said they leaked the trailer and I watched it. And after watching it, it had. The trailer for what? For, for Civil War. Ah, uh, yes. So they played a trailer, kind of a clip of it. Now, this a lot of the footage that this guy had, because clearly it was fake was rehashed. Some of it seemed new, but anybody, not anybody, but nowadays technology can splice things. The audio seemed legit. Like, maybe he recorded it in his pocket and got the audio. Yeah, I saw something that was like, watch the latest footage from the giant list of movies, but by the time I got around to see it, it was all pulled, so it might have got out there. But my point was, in that audio, they finally acknowledged S.H.I.E.L.D. the show, because, uh, Captain America's talking to Maria Hill. It's like, uh, Nick Fury's missing. Uh, Coulson's the leader of S.H.I.E.L.D. And he, he says something along the lines, what do you do? Speaking of Maria Hill, she's like, I'm just trying to plan a funeral. Oh, you know yeah. funeral that is? Agent Carter. <laughs> also coming back, but. <laughs> I, don't have, I don't have that date. No. Yeah. <laughs> but, but wasn't hey, she great in Ant-Man? She was in Ant-Man for a minute. She was good. I like that actress, Haley Atwell. Yeah. She plays a nice old lady. Yeah, she does. I don't know where I'm going with that Anyways. one. Anyways. <laughs> um, Arrow. Coming back October 7th. 
Yeah. She's a little mad about the CW. So, as our loyal listeners know, I've been watching it as they replay it each week for you guys. Getting ready for it. I actually do enjoy it. It's not a bad show. It's not a bad show. It's not a bad show about a meatball. It's a new tagline. Nailed it. That's it, guys. See you next week. It's not a bad show. Um, it's right along the lines that you're going to listen anyway. So. You can't now. I know. Um, so they're, they're planning, you know, to get up to episode 10. Oliver presumably dies, and then we know he doesn't, but they still don't know. That's where it left you? And then, so it's there. I guess it was actually, yeah, it was 10. You know, so they all still think he's dead. You know he's not, but he's not, like, recovered yet. And then they skip ahead five episodes. Oh, no. That's really I nice. didn't watch it because I've been trying to find it, but, you know, I'm not really good at the whole MAGA upload and whatnot. Um, so, yeah, so they skip ahead to that. It's a um, the Adam-focused episode. And gotcha. then it's not being played again, but then they're skipping ahead again. So uh, when Diggle and his not wife get married, that episode. His ex-wife now wife again. That'd be weird. Hey, yeah. Remember that time we weren't married. It is weird. It is weird. Speaking of that, aren't you married? <laughs> aren't you not? <laughs> anyways. Anyways. So um, but yeah, like so I don't know what they're doing. Flash, luckily, they're still playing. In order, um, at least. Through next week, who knows if they'll do after that? But that comes back October sixth. I'm Michael stoked Ford. for Flash. Not that I hate Arrow. Maybe last season was my least favorite, but it's not that I hated it. That, but Flash, I'm really stoked for. Yeah, that's yeah, a good show. Yeah, I've enjoyed it so far. Every time I watch an episode, I'm like, why isn't this guy gonna be in the movies? I'm on. Uh, oh, I know, right? Every time. I'm on. So I just finished thirteen, which is where um, Robbie Rodriguez. And the professor guy are in the same body. Um, we got some Firestorm action coming. And I believe, yeah, so it ends with they try to put the thing on him that will separate the two or whatever. Yeah. Um, and he sets off a nuclear explosion. So the army's good. like, let's go. Let's go. Firestorm or something. I don't know. Good name, Firestorm. It is kind of <laughs> Every time they want to pay homage to like comic books. Say it like a goofy name that if you said out loud and it would make sense, or like code name Batman, code name Firestorm. Yeah, so this next episode is going to be Firestorm heavy. I'm pumped for it because I found an article like four weeks ago about how they were trying to get Firestorm his own show, and it was like, if you haven't seen this episode yet, don't read. So I'm pumped to read it. <laughs> it seemed like a good article. Um, had words in it. Yeah, so that's October 6th. Um, Daredevil we don't have till 2016. I did hear that they teased the newer costume. They did. It doesn't, I mean, I don't remember the uh, last episode costume too well, but it didn't seem, it seemed more like red and black than maroon or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, people seem to like it though. It was neat. Yeah, it was like a picture of it in a crate. Yeah. I wasn't in love with the costume, but you really only saw it for a second anyways. Uh, it's just the first day. Like, yeah. <laughs> I figured that wasn't... They updated and make it more comic-like. Yeah, they were probably just like, let's make this, and then if people hate this, we don't have too much invested in it. Yeah. Boy, were they wrong. I did see some cool pictures of um, 
What is this? Oh, uh, the Punisher? Yeah. Whatever his name is. Yeah. yeah, he's like all cut up and stuff. Yeah, his haircut's a little goofy, but... He dies a little goofy. A little goofy. He's probably in his contract. He's yeah. like, I cut my own hair. <laughs> well, he's, <laughs> I did it on The Walking Dead. Yes, he did. Uh, yes, he did. Yeah, I should put these in order when they came back, but I'm not like that. Gotham, September 21st. Oh. I like it. The thing I like about Gotham is it's not a period piece, but it's like... I think it is a period piece, whereas I feel like the show takes place in 2003. If you ever look at their phones, they're like flip phones. They don't have touch. Well, see, that's where I was actually um, the costume designer either won an Emmy or at least got nominated for one. Um, so she got interviewed, and she was like, it's cool working on a show that's not a period piece, but I think she referred to it as a core piece. Um, and even, um, who's the main guy? Name's Gordon? Gordon, yeah. He, when the show first ended, season one, he was kind of talking about how, like, they're trying to keep it very ambiguous of what time period it actually is. Yeah. Um, which probably, I'm sure, has future plans with Batman Yeah, kind of think of it, you don't really see a computer, because now a computer will really age where you're at. If you see the big, yeah, CR or whatever, the big giant screens. Yeah, they were like, there's some things that tell you it's taking place like modern times and other things make you think it's in the 60s or 50s or 40s. They have cell phones. That's a point at certain points, but they're not newer phones. Yeah, yeah. I mean, best guess probably would be, you know, 90s, which would put Batman our age. Yeah, that makes sense. Because Batman so, is. Batman can't be older than us. That would be. What if that show like? So they do the second season, which is apparently they said buckle in, you're in for a kick a ride. Okay. So I'm like, oh, you could say that on TV. You can. You can say a lot of things now. Um. So what if like season two just is terrible again? Yeah, well, presumed accepted as terrible. Um, I doubt it'll be fantastic for <laughs> though. Um. I'll finish my thought and jump back to that. So they like season three, jump ahead, and it's like 2015, and it's Batman. This is Batman. They just skip everything, and go straight into Batman. But uh, I saw Man from Uncle um, yesterday. How was it? I would see a sequel. I didn't know it was based on a TV show, which that impressed me alone. So I was like, man, to get a movie based on a TV show that I don't even know about, that's impressive. I mean, it was like early 60s yeah i never saw an episode but i did i was aware that it was a show yeah internet told me it's true i didn't know until the movie started and it was like based on the show man cool. yeah i know uh, from that you had this british guy playing an american an american guy playing a russian sounds all right yep but no i'd see a sequel but um that's where i was at the comic shop afterwards and uh guy Ritchie movie to, yeah, it's super interesting, I think. To Mike about Fantastic Four, which he was like, I didn't even bother to see it. I was like, uh, it wasn't terrible. Like, while I was watching it, I was like, I'm going to buy this movie. <laughs> you need to but, collect them all. You know, I was, you know, my, my thought process on it is they shot six movies and gave it to some poor guy and was like, this needs to be two hours. <laughs> you have a day. And you're going to take out all the cool stuff. That's, he was like, okay, um, six. Divided by 120, so I can get 40 minutes out of each, 20 minutes out of each movie. 
Let's see, okay, so I'll do first 20 next turn. <laughs> Man, what that's actually what happened. It would make a lot more sense. The fox is still standing by it, but you got to if you're fox. you got to stand by it until oh, yeah. it's out of theater. Stand by your man. You plan on going forward, Bruni. But six months or after the Blu-ray release, like, yeah, we're not making a sequel. I wonder if people think it was worse than Pixels. I never saw Pixels. I didn't either. I had no interest in seeing it. Let's check in with Ben at the real. I think see. they probably were more angry because there's more hype on this movie, more expectation. Superhero movie. Ever. That's true. I think Pixels from get go, people were like, yeah. Pixels was confusing that. because who's the audience? These video games, the kids don't have a reference of them. We were the audience. Yeah, but we're not going to go see that movie unless it's rated R and has something cool in it. Which is not Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler used to be like so awesome. I know, right? I've. I think it was right around the 50 first dates that I was kind of like over him. Yeah. That is a decent thing. Now that I think about which one we're talking about. See, like, in, did you ever watch Funny People? Yes. That epitomized, like, he was alright in that. He kind of was, was very meta. He was talking about an actor that started strong in the beginning then was just doing junk movies for money. I'm like, oh, cool. Adam Sandler. Yeah, he played himself. He played himself. Okay, I got it. So... Like, that would have been perfect if he ended there and just never made junk movies, but he just immediately went back to making junk movies. It's true. I forgot what movie I was looking for. I don't, I don't think Ben even reviewed Pixels. I'm not wasting my time with this. I yeah. wanted to... I, if it was on Netflix, I would watch it, just because I wanted to see some of the... Oh, yeah. I would see it for free, mm -hmm. which, I mean, that's... Man from Uncle was a nice surprise, because that's the only reason I saw it, was it was essentially free. Um... Yeah, I would I'd buy it. I plan on buying it, which is a very short list. Actually, this is a great time to be alive for like movies. What's that? I mean, well, we've already had some great ones, you know. Um, just off the top of my head, Avengers, Ant-Man, Fantastic Four. Mad Max coming out soon. The Gift, Mad Max. Um, Terminator, for me, looks good. So I didn't have any background to it. What else we got here? Um, I haven't seen Minions yet, but... Softball, Inside Out, Jurassic World, Mr. Holmes. It was a good, good year. And then, I mean, we still have we still have uh, Sinister Two and American Ultra looks kind of funny. You know, I'm not a big fan of either of them. We have the, the Quentin Tarantino movie, The Ungrateful Eight, something Hateful Eight. It had a number eight. Yeah, Hateful Eight. I don't know what that is. It's a Quentin Tarantino movie. Uh, enough said. It's another western like Django. Uh, and then we have the biggest movie of all time, which will break every... That's my prediction. I'll make it now. We'll break all the records. It'll break them. you talking about? Star Wars. Oh, uh, yeah. And we'll straight out Compton's out right now, which is up on the real movies blog, blogspot.com. Gave it a pretty good review. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, we are, we are friends next week. Sinister 2 this no, week. No, not. That's the movie. Tom. Zach oh. Efron. Plays oh. a DJ. Actually, uh, looks pretty good. That's the... This is the... Jumping the shark for DJs, I call it. This movie. Oh, yeah. Which is a good thing. <laughs> uh, what else we got? The Visit. Really pumped for. Perfect Guy looks pretty good. Good Night Mommy is supposed to be one of the most terrifying movies of all time. Is that the... Critics. That's um, it's an Australian film. Oh. And, uh, Man, Australians are killing the corner. Did you see The Babadook? Not yet. Did you watch it? I, it's I haven't had a chance. It's so good. Well, yeah, my wife doesn't like that kind of stuff. I haven't had a chance to really watch it without her. I bought yeah. that movie. Oh, yeah. Like, without even... I saw, like, a 30-second trailer. I was like, 
Yep. Yeah, it is good. Buying that. And It Follows came out this year. That was also good. Did you watch that? Not yet. Man, I didn't, It Follows went under my radar completely until I then bought it. Like, oh, this is turning movie. into a horror podcast, but yeah, It Follows. I love that movie. The soundtrack was awesome. It was like just like video game synth stuff in a horror movie, and it works. It's really scary. The Gallows. Didn't see. I wanted to see it, but Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. I love The Gallows. I mean, that was a great movie. Which is possible because the place I work, the ghost, they call it Charlie. Hmm. So it was like, oh, yeah. like, oh, Charlie. Charlie. He's my best friend. See, I, I'm fortunate. My girlfriend likes scary movies, but I'm also unfortunate because I work all the time. My girlfriend likes scary movies, too. It's just my wife. Oh, <laughs> oh no. I kid. Uh. Now, Goodnight Mommy is um, it's the twin boys, and their mom has some kind of surgery, and she's got like a weird face mask after it. Huh. And then they find out she was a twin also. So I think the twist is that, like, the other twin came and stuff. I don't know. It looks really creepy. The Witches isn't out until next year. The Witches? It's like a Puritan period. Oh. But this family, like, gets either exiled or just leaves on their own. But then a bunch of witches start doing stuff to them. Gotcha. It's supposed to be really creepy, too. The horror movie I'm looking for is that M. Night Shyamalan one. Yeah, that's The Visit. Oh, yeah. Okay. Pumped for that. See, I don't um, know these names. I just. Maze Runner, Everest. <laughs> you say Maze Runner. Green Inferno is supposed to be terrifying the intern. Oh, the Green Inferno. Really When's that coming out? My girlfriend's been watching that. That is September 25th, 2015. Same weekend as the intern, Robert. Um, old guy. He's the parents. Oh, Robert De Niro? Me, I'm not De Niro? Robert, yeah, Robert De Niro, the name right in front of me. I don't know why I'm not looking at it. The Walk, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. The Martian, I'm not quite sure about, but it's supposed to be good. Oh, that's Matt Damon. Man. Yeah, you'll start hitting Oscar season stuff. Goosebumps. Spectre, the new uh, James Bond. That peanuts. Good dinosaur, Victor <laughs> Frankenstein. Um, in the Heart of the Sea, Star Wars, like you said. What's topping us off? What's the last weekend? Underdogs. That's, I'm not too excited about that. But Before I Wake, that's probably going to be good. But man, yeah. Great year for movies, got to say. I just got to make it till Star Wars. Whew, yeah, that was a long list of movies. Yeah, that would be cool. No. I mean, we have so much free time. We could probably do a horror podcast. <laughs> Maybe it'd be one of those things where just when a movie comes out, we do a special one. I, I get know. the horror block every every month. <laughs> every month, you're like, I don't know why I'm so bad. <laughs> <laughs> It'll give me one cool item. Like, oh, I'm glad I got this. Yeah. I tried to cancel them because um, I was short on money, but I missed the cancel day by one, Ouch. one day. So I went, oh. I'll remember next month that to cancel, sucks. but guess what? I probably won't. Yeah, it would be cool. See, I would think about doing something like Ben does, which is why we brought Ben in. Because mm-hmm. I've got, I've got great taste and horrible taste in movies. Because like, I just I don't know. I love movies so much that I'm like, even Fantastic Four, as terrible as it was, I'd probably be like, it's like a C. <laughs> it's better than Silence. <laughs> it was better than my real life. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> Alright, so uh, Supergirl, back to point, October 26th, new pictures came out of her. Hanging out. That is, that's, and then, of course, Walking Dead, October 11th, and it's little brother, little sister, see the tone of the story. Uh, Fear of the Walking Dead is next Sunday. Um, any thoughts on it, just quick? Um, I think it looks very interesting. I'm excited for it. I will watch it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, 
it seems like it's going to be a much more violent show. We can doubt by the trailers. Yeah, because um, the zombies or the walkers will be more aggressive. I wonder if they'll call them walkers. They probably won't. They'll call them something different. I don't think they've ever called them walkers in the show. Did they have? Have they? Yeah. Isn't that what they call them? In the, um, yeah. I'm yeah, the comics, they call them roamers. And, yeah. In the show, it's just that one weird group at the farm. They call them roamers. Yeah, those are the majority of the upcoming shows. I'm pumped for them. Doctor Who. There's a lot of shows. Probably missed yeah, Doctor Who's coming back. Um, I was gonna whistle yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know the date for Doctor Who because I'm not sure if I'll be able to watch it this season. Uh, real quick shout out to the Cincinnati Comic Expo Saturday. <laughs> oh, it's Saturday? I was, re- I was reading Saturday. I meant Saturday. It's more than one day. Man, we just need to. We're only a half hour in. Let's just start over. <laughs> Uh, September 18th through the 20th, um, downtown Cincinnati, Duke Energy Convention Center. Got some some good people coming, you know. Um, on the media guest side, since this is the media con for our area, got Adam West and Burr Ward, of course, are the top guys. Um, Robin Lloyd Taylor, which hopefully will become a friend of the show. What else we got here? He jumps out to me. Red Ranger, Blue Ranger. They don't have names. Uh, nope. The, the little girls from Frozen, Torchwood, Doctor Who, uh, Eve Miles, um, The Hobbit guy, Graham, Graham McTavish. McTavish. A bunch of Back to the Future people are coming. Uh, comic side, big names here. Darwin Cook of uh, Justice League fame. Neil Justice. Adams of Everything fame. Being a jerk, charging a million dollars for anything to fame, wasting money. Lee Weeks, Neil Adams is your person. No, he's a great artist, but no, he's he's earned it. I mean, he's, his, his lineage yeah. of comics, and he also did a lot for the industry to make sure. Yeah, go on. I mean, I fully support. You know, I agree with him. We're like, you know, why can an actor charge sixty dollars for an autograph, but I don't expect to get it for free from you? You know. Makes complete sense. More power to him. Doesn't mean I'm going to give him money. Yeah. Um, Lee Weeks, Captain America, Incredible Hulk. Um, better Captain America, my man, Alan Bellman. 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 Um, hey, maybe this year I'll pull books, like since I'm going to be hanging with you anyways, we've got to wait in line for you to do all that stuff. I'll pull books that can actually get signed. That's where, like, this year I haven't done anything for it. Last year you were prepped. You had itinerary. You had everything printed. That's usually my go-to, like... I haven't even bought a ticket for the other one that I'm about to talk to. I haven't either, but I never do. I've never had yeah, go there. I just, yeah, I don't know. I'm still on the fence with that one. It's a scheduling issue for me. Um, Dave Marquette. I uh, met him a few times. He's a really nice guy. Daryl Banks is a great guy. He was on Green Lantern. Uh, and, you know, of course, other guys will be there. Man, I really I hope Alan Bellman remembers me. He won't. Dude, he sees a million people. Well, yeah, but, like, it was literally, so I met him uh, down in Lexington, I believe, and uh, our local comic shop was down there. I was hanging out with him, you know, I was like, oh, yeah, really, I'm just going to try and get a sketch from out. Oh, Bellman. I don't know why I keep saying Bellman. And, like, you know, old man filling the name was Oof. like, oh, he never... Sketches any for anybody, you know. He'll sell you a sketch, but he won't do it live for you. Blah, blah, blah. 
even Mike was like, you know, yeah, oh, yeah, I've never seen it done. And I just walked over to the guy. I was like, hey, I was wondering if you wouldn't mind sketching in my book. You know, that'd be great. I'd love to have you in it. And he was like, uh, how does $60 sound? I was like, that sounds great, man. <laughs> and he did it. Man. It's one of my favorite ones in there. You know what we need? We need a cute little eight-year-old to go with us and hold your book. Like, please, sir, will you oh, want? I know, right? Like, in British I mean, they do, like... Please, they do see? like really crappy drawings for them, but they will do them for free. It's awesome. <laughs> well, you've already established some good artwork. They'll flip through it like, oh, well, I can't phone this one in. This kid's got a really well, awesome. I don't know. He's, what is this? He's coming. I think he's going to the first one. Um, I don't even remember his name. That's how pissed I am at him. Like, yeah, we've talked about it a little bit. I've got this pretty awesome book with these really awesome sketches. And um, Jason Latour, I believe. He worked on the second volume of Wolverine the X-Men. Give it to him, you know. And my usual thing is like, I'm like, hey, you know, I'm trying to keep this all Marvel, but, you know, draw who you want, draw, you know, who you'd have fun with. I want it to be cool, you know. He drew this little piece of crap. It's about slightly bigger than a quarter, maybe like a silver dollar. I'm pretty sure it's a BAMF. But I, in all honesty, have absolutely no idea what it is. <laughs> yeah, you've heard stuff about this pisses me off so much, yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking for that page, I'm just going to, because someone will do, like, really small sketches for free, which this one was free, so I guess I can't complain that much, but Marvel was paying him to be there. Yeah. So it was at C2E2. So I'm thinking about the ones that will do the small little free sketches, just kind of throwing the page around it, because it, it is. It's like an 8x10 book with, like... You could. Yeah, just put the free two page. 2x2. Two two. Just put free yeah. on <laughs> Piece of junk. Piece of junk. I've talked to the guy a few times afterwards and just a little bit. Cause, yeah, when he was at Cincinnati last year, I was like, hey, can you tell me who this is? And he's like, ah. You drew it. What is this? Yeah, that was when we started talking about um, Nature Girl, which was a pretty cool conversation. He redeemed himself a little bit. But beyond the point, because the weekend before this one, which would be September 12th through, well, it's not. It's only on Saturday and Sunday, I believe. So, yeah, it would be the 12th and the 13th. Is Cincinnati Comic Con. Yeah. Which is more artist heavy. Um, people offhand, Tony Moore will be there. Cause he's it's always there. His con. Well, I think he sold it this year. Oh. Uh, Scotty Young's supposed to be there. Um, they don't do any media people, so, yeah, it is all artists. Um, Jeremy Hunt, I believe, is coming back. Brian Level, if I'm not mistaken, is going to be there. Guy you. Mm hmm. Um, just kind of weird because it's like it's cool that he's there. And, like I'm happy for the guy, but it's like I can see you every week at the shop. So, I hate um, Tony Millionaire is coming back. Um, had a good conversation with him last year, and I got mad that I brought my own picture instead of buying one from him. <laughs> um, he even signed, he was like, "Where'd you get this?" I was like, "Oh, well, I printed it myself." So he signed it to Daniel, the printer. <laughs> Tony Millionaire. Like, Thanks, buddy. I might try and get a book before then. He did uh, Drinky Crow. Oh. Stuff. That's his like, big work. I'm aware of that. Um, what else off the top of my head? I don't know. Um, Katie Cook does a lot of the animal variants for Marvel, plus the My Little Pony, and uh, she's a regular show. Um, I don't think she is. Could be. My brother got a regular show. I know, yeah. One, the regular show girl goes to one of them. Yeah, she went to the, the first, this is the Comic Con. Gosh, it's so confusing. We have two. Katie Cook does do. She'll do little. They're about the size of your average training card, um, but they're watercolors of your pet. 
So if you show her a picture and she'll do them, I'm pretty sure they're free. What? Yeah. What? I, I should have done a turtle last year, but I didn't think I didn't have a dog. dog. So I talked to her. I was like, what animal would Colossus be? He's my favorite. And she was like, I want to say hippo, but I made Moon Knight a hippo already. And she was like, oh my gosh, I should have made Moon Knight a cow. I'm an idiot. I was like, oh, sorry. <laughs> Didn't mean to just ruin your whole creative process. She's probably has thought about that many times since then. I'm sure. I just realized my Bob Burgers comic has an inception going on. What? Bob's Burgers? Ah. I wonder how far deep they went. Microscopic. They blew that thing up. Kept going. It's got at least four. Anyway, um, yeah, so hopefully plan is to uh Get some interviews there for you guys. Yeah. If nothing else, we'll type some out. But in at the very least, I'll buy stuff for myself that won't benefit anyone but me. And at the very least, I'll get a bunch of books signed and then I'll put them back in their boxes. And then five years from now, I'll be like, whose signature that is? It's probably someone important. <laughs> no, I keep all the itineraries so that I can backtrack them. Gotcha. Um, it would be cool if they. I need to check it. I'm behind so far. Um. Any other news? I mean, well, Star Wars World oh, pictures. Yeah, the um, Kasdan, the artist who did the special edition re-releases and then the, all the prequels, he did a limited edition D23 print. The official one's still coming, but he has seen the movie or half of it and read the script, and he has said that this is going to be the best Star Wars yet. I don't know if he said that all the time, but... And then some news for that. Uh, they kind of just... They didn't show any trailers for Star Wars, but they talked about some plot details. Uh, a Luke Skywalker picture was um, not released, but it, it got leaked. Did you see that? No. I'm shaking my head now. Yeah. No. He looks very Obi-Wan-like. Stoked for that. That's cool. Uh, Kylo Ren, the big bad guy, uh, apparently... He comes from Order of Knights, Knights of Ren, so Ren is a surname. Hmm. And he's a big Darth Vader fanboy. Uh-oh, is right. I'm stoked for that. Oh, and today um, they leaked some images of the toys. The, oh, yeah? Yeah, the six-inch ones that I collect. Uh, Finn, Rey, Kylo Ren, BB-8, and a Chewbacca for some reason, even though they've already done a Chewbacca. That's, right, you need more. Maybe it wasn't Chewbacca. <laughs> Yeah, and then the big, I think the biggest announcement, other than uh, they did show Rogue One pictures, the Star Wars standalone, is that Disney will have a Star Wars land or a section of the park or a new park itself, both Disneyland and Disney World. So it's a dream come true. Yeah. They won't break ground until 2017, though. Yeah, I mean, which gives us plenty of time to save up for it. <laughs> yeah, because Disney is expensive. I'm fortunate. Like the tram goes all around it, so. I'm fortunate that I've been to Disneyland and Disney World, so I've been to both. I'm not. I'm just a Florida guy. Well, I'm a West Coast kid, so I was born there. It made more sense to go to Disneyland sense, yeah. when I was growing up than Disney World, but I have been to both. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do my best to. Which first I'm at it's called Lucas World. At least that's well. This is a picture of Lucas World, San Francisco. So that would be the Disneyland version, but I assume they'd be pretty similar. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna do my best to now to pronounce the different areas. Okay. Because I'm not I'm not big on the, the Star Wars terminology. I will so. correct you if I can. I know. Geonosis. Geonosis, yeah. 
Ja. Beastman. Beastman. Featuring the Cloud Cars. Oh my gosh, stoked. Indoor. Indoor. Dagobah. Dagobah, yeah. Featuring Yoda's hut. That's, that's the only thing there. We can't fit in, probably. I hope it's like an animatronic Yoda. Tashiak. 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 Man, that's easier. That's, not, that's one I'm familiar with. Yeah, that's the the Wookiees. Wookiee Swing, Chewy Chocolate, and uh, Intergalactic Monorail. <clears throat> okay. Uh, that's probably a station for the monorail. Coming yeah. um, in. Camino. Camino, the water. Yes, watery. See, my water world is Naboo, which is the next one, featuring Jar Jar's log flume. Oh no! Wow, this is this is a whole park. It sounds like not just a yeah add-on. Yeah, I mean it looks fairly large. Hyperspace, which is where your Millennium Falcon is going to be hanging out. That looks like it's just going to have statues of the uh, different ships and stuff. You could probably get on them. That's cool. Uh, Mufasa. Mufasa. Mustafa. Oh. Uh, Mustafa. Mustafar. Mustafa. Um, Journey to the Darkness, Runaway Roller Coaster. Utapu. U T A P A U. Oh. I don't exactly know Utapau. I don't remember mm. seeing that in a movie. Gravacious <laughs> Drop and Utapa Chicken Dump Drumsticks. There's those features there. Oh, okay. Um, it's like a tannish area. I have to see it. Um, uh, <laughs> the other one was the Death Star, I believe. That's the last one. That's when he's fighting um, Grievous. I, yeah, I don't know the exact how to say that. It's Grievous. That's in the General Grievous. Would you just watch all three movies before this new one comes out, please? I'll try. Oh, and... Um, Coruscant. Coruscant, which is the galactic center of the galaxy. Tatooine. 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 Man, you don't know Star Wars. Tatooine. You know how many times I've seen these movies? Which is featuring a Sarlacc pit. Oh, that's cool. That is pretty cool. I always dreamed jumping in a Sarlacc pit as a kid, but that would kill me. I don't know why I wanted to so badly. (laughs) Who won it? I wonder if I can find out. Yeah. The producer. He's being brave. Being brave. Yeah. <laughs> He's doing like three steps at a time and stop and see if we notice. Um, Lucas World Orlando. It's a terrible podcast. Uh, so well, Disney World uh, has the trash. They have a whole bunch of tunnels underneath because the one problem with Disneyland is they get so much garbage and they have to track it off, but Disney World built the whole system. Disney World is a lot more expensive because there's like multiple parks and ugh, it takes you a whole week. Disneyland you can do in a day or two. You did in a whole day if there was nobody there, which would be impossible. I know my friend Menace from um, the Woody Show out in San Francisco, and he's also on a couple other podcasts. Um, I don't know why I said my friend. We're, we're on Instagram. We okay. follow each other. That counts. Um, no, it doesn't. He goes to Disneyland like every day. I'm like, yeah. How? Isn't it like 150 bucks for a he's ticket? He's got a pass. Okay. Well, he's like actually famous, not us famous. Oh, so not he, gets like, famous. he gets into like our, our iHeartRadio for free. Like Taco Bell invites him over to their headquarters to try new stuff. Hey, kinda, got any ideas? 
So that's cool. I, that's news. I like Disneyland. I will go there. <laughs> instead, yeah. I instead mean, of just one Star Wars ride, now you have a whole park. We're yeah. We're trying to get back down there. Um, she wants to go to Harry Potter World. Oh, that's the Universal. I want to go to that yeah. too. Diagon Alley. This one, this is probably gonna line up right along with their uh, Nintendo World, video game world, whatever it is. Did they announce that? Yeah. Who's doing that? Universal. Universals. Yeah, it's gonna be a separate area. See, Universal like, though, they they have cards. they have a super Marvel superhero land that was before the buyout, so it's a little confusing. Yeah, I'm sure. Maybe that's what they're getting rid of to uh. Put this Nintendo place in. Yeah. Well, no, I think that's part of it. Is like they've had this land purchased for years. Yeah, they're holding the rights. Uh, the last time I went to Disney World, Episode Three was about to come out because I was all stoked for the toys and the gift part, you know, like the, the gift shop after the Star Wars ride, and I wanted to buy them, but they were three times as much as like Walmart's price. Oh yeah, it's, it's I've been buy- for you. I've been buying toys for a while. It's been a long time. Never stopped. Last time I went to Disney World, on the way down, a former friend of both of ours pointed out every Walmart um, for me to stop at to find Marvel Universe toys. And I was like, mm, if you want to stop, you can. It's fine. You know, cause I'm more of a like stop halfway at a Walmart just to walk around, you know, check some stuff out. If you're getting tired, stop at a Walmart. But I wasn't. My plan wasn't stop at every one. <laughs> um, but you did. And then he spent the whole week complaining that we stopped at every one on the way down. What kind of person this guy was. And then uh, the last morning, you know, we were at Target. He was getting something for the ride. I don't really know. Well, I was like, you know, I'm just going to go back and check it. And I found, like, three whole waves just back there. It was the worst time of my life. I, was, I mean, I'm glad we did because I got some really hard to find ones. I like Toys R Us at times for God and stuff like that. But it was a good time. A blast, and we get down there, and we're in Disney World. He's like, Oh, I don't really like riding rides. Why don't you come? <laughs> what was your plan? Uh, I think he thought we'd be on an ocean, to be honest. Oh, I don't think he likes the ocean either, though. So. <laughs> I don't know. It was an interesting trip. He was a good guy at the time. Um, that's all I'll say about that. He's probably sponsored by Audible, too. <laughs> uh, all right, so the long awaited. Tusk. Oh um, boy, yeah, you made me watch this movie again. For those of you who have still no idea what Tusk is, um, maybe this is your first podcast with us. <laughs> Sorry. Um, the trailer is up on our website, franklydone.com. I believe it's under the uh, this just in section. It's not yeah. there. It's on limited addiction. It's page. You can put it on the Facebook. The actual <laughs> legit trailer. The actual legit trailer is on our website. Okay. Yeah. It was a lot of work to get that embedded. That's Good. A new term I learned today. That's a MySpace term. You don't know. <laughs> <I> know. <laughs> That's not new. I know. Jeez, uh, MySpace. Uh, Let's bring that back. No, we shouldn't. Bring in MySpace back. So, Tusk. Um, um, but, uh, well, uh, if you want to go watch it, it's there. Um, those of you who are too lazy, um, I'm going to play it audibly for you. Um, I will warn those wearing earbuds. It has this really weird undertone that's going to hurt your ears. So if you don't want to deal with that, fast forward approximately 2 minutes and 30 seconds. Um, so here's the trailer. Always do sober what you do drunk. I'm going to teach you to keep your mouth shut. 
Hemingway said that. Yes, he did. And he said it to me. I don't want you to go to Canada tomorrow. It's for the podcast. It's what I do. I travel around and I interview weird or interesting people. So look out, you crazy Canucks. Wandering Wallace <laughs> takes a raunchy road trip up to the Great White North. Hello. I'm an old man who has enjoyed a long and storied life at sea. And after eons of oceanic adventure, I know I do not wish to spend my remaining years alone while I have such stories to share. How far is Bifrost from here? It's about two hours from here. It's about two hours away. I hate American guys. Good evening. It's nice to meet you. Could I interest you in some tea? So what happened after the boat sank? I was alone. And then something very swift and frightening moved by me. A walrus saved your life? A walrus is far more evolved than any man I've ever known. Present company included. Thank you. You're welcome. Which? There, there. It'll be all right, Mr. Tuff. He hasn't called me in three days. Don't worry. Why are you doing this? Are you really mourning your humanity? I don't understand. Who in the hell would want to be human? So, hopefully listening to that uh, gave you a general idea of what the movie's about. For those who don't know briefly, um, this guy puts a ad looking for a roommate, and then he turns him into a walrus. Way to go ahead and just, what's it called, give, give away your lead. To go back even further, this is, I'm... I was just giving them a general purpose of the movie. We can do the history now. Yeah. Go back farther. Um, written and directed by Kevin Smith. By Kevin Smith, who previously, previously stated that he was done doing movies. And uh, he has this podcast. I'll go back even further. That I, I'm a fan of Kevin Smith. Let's go back even further. Even further. Uh, when I was born. Yeah. Uh, no, I, like, I like Kevin Smith. I don't have too much. History with him. I do have a long, long story uh, history. I've met him. He's I actually know. my father. No. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I was excited for you for a second. No, no, he doesn't know it. Um, but yeah, so I've been listening to many podcasts. But I've even talked about it. The Batman and Batman podcast. Um, but there's this one specific Smodcast. Him and Scott Mosier, his friend from the Clerks days. He brought. They went to film school together. They just randomly came across this Craigslist type ad. Um, yeah, it's a um, Gumtree ad, which Gumtree. is a British version of Craigslist, essentially. I think. 
but it was basically this. This, this guy has this house and uh, cheap room and board, blah, blah, blah. Free. Free. Free of charge. Even larger agrees to dress as a walrus. Dress as a walrus. And it just, that story alone got Kevin Smith and Scott Mosier first jokingly just kind of talking about it and then expounding upon it to the point where, like, this should be a movie. Yeah. That is one of the great parts that they, during the credits, if you wait a little bit, it goes into the yeah. actual podcast where they're talking about the final scene and stuff. <laughs> it makes me want to go back and listen to the episode. I, I mean, I listened to this podcast. I wasn't listening back then. So, yeah, that's how the inception of it. It kind of brought Kevin Smith out of it. He was going to make one more movie, and that was it. But then he's like, well, while I wait to make that movie, I'll make this one. And this movie, though, we probably bashed upon it, and critically and commercially, it didn't do that well. The one thing I'll say, the one thing I will say about this movie, the reason why I, even though I didn't like it, I, I like the idea that it was an idea that, on a whim, turned into something bigger. And hate it or love it, it still was just somebody, their passion, making something. And that's what I'll say about Tusk. Even though I'm not a fan, it's still really cool to see something begin. Like you, Every step of the way, as a listener, you got to hear the beginning and then updates. As soon as, it went from that episode six months they started filming that. Like, it got the ball, yeah, the ball rolling. They shot it in 15 days. Really, so, just 15 days? Yeah. The movie was just around $3 million, right? Yeah, it wasn't. I mean, I think the most expensive part was uh, the walrus suit and renting the um, house. Yeah, probably there's minor um, visual effects in that movie, which they got from the Dave School. Yes. Um, but yeah, as you mentioned, it was a gum tree post, um, but it turns out it was actually a prank. The original post, which yeah. thankfully, I guess, um, but it was a poet and prankster, Chris Parkinson, yeah. um, who was actually a fan of Smith, and he was hoping that he would come across it and get, be able to get in touch with Kevin Smith. And then he ended up being a producer on the movie. Actually. He's, he's actually in it. I only got this because rather than watch it again, I watched it with the commentary. He's in it for like a second. Nice. He's in the bar talking to some ladies in the background. So, oh, yeah. so yeah, he's... It, but yeah, very cool. Um, yeah, so they talked about it on the podcast, and then they uh, they left it up to their fans, which is the cool part about mm-hmm. it, um, with either hashtag walrus yes or hashtag walrus no. Yeah, and then uh, when we went to Comic-Con, that's right when the movie was they were promoting yeah, it. Yeah, that actually, was the first time I heard about there it. There was a cutout, and there's a picture of me somewhere, my head in it, and underneath, my head's in a walrus thing, and then underneath it says walrus yes. I'll try and find that picture. Just says walrus, yes. Yeah. So I was excited for this movie because I've been listening to the podcast and kind of amped for it. I saw. I was one of the few who actually saw it in theaters. Yeah, I I wanted to. I just didn't get a chance to. Um... So <laughs> should we get a chance to? Um, yeah. Well. Yeah, I'll do. So yeah. Written and directed by Kevin Smith. Um, it starred Michael Parks and Justin Long, essentially. Um, downward from there is Genesis Rodriguez, um, Haley Joel Osment from Sixth Sense, Johnny Depp, of course, probably the biggest name. Which was crazy. Such a big uh, name in that movie. Yeah. Um, Harley Morinstein. The um, epic meal time guy. Yes. And then, of course, Harley Quinn Smith and... Uh, Lily 
Rose, Medley, Depp. Yeah. Um, and then Ashley Green, which fans of Kevin Smith's show, Colin Bookman, would know as Secret Stashley for the podcast. She's on that for the, I don't know which one, is she that, was the comic countdown or something like that. Is that his assistant? Yeah. Okay. St- Secret Stashley. She Secret was Stashley. Uh, on the convenience store. Oh, okay. And there's some other people. But yeah. He, mostly Kevin's, it's just Kevin Smith's friends and people who wanted to be there. I was in it. Just kidding, I wasn't. So the whole movie, um, kind of, what Kevin Smith has grown into, not that we need to tell anybody about Kevin Smith, he really enjoys podcasting, and that's sort of the, the, the storytelling device for this whole movie. It's two guys do a podcast, just like us. Yeah, it was, that was cool. I forgot about that, that they were doing a podcast. That's what the whole setup was. That was kind of cool. Yeah. Whole framing device for movies starts out in the podcast, and it's, it's just just like Scott Mosher and Kevin Smith, they come across this ad, the the one who travels. The other guy, the whole premise of their podcast is the one guy is afraid to travel. He just yeah, stays home. Based off of um, real life Walt Flanagan. Yeah, who does not like to fly. Um, and then the friend goes out and does all these crazy adventures, and then comes back and just tells him about it. The original premise of the movie, that friend was supposed to just be this swinger that goes off and just bangs all these women. But Justin Long begged him to change it because it's like, if no one's going to like me if I'm a jerk that I have this girlfriend at home. See, that's the funny thing is um, second time watching it, I did notice a lot more stuff that I didn't the first time, which granted the first time I wasn't paying that much attention <laughs> to it anyways. But um, the whole time, like the first scene when he's with uh, Michael Parks, I'm like, you deserve this. <laughs> You're a jackass. Yeah. Uh-oh. Ah. I censored it. Ah, who cares? You can cuss, but you just don't We really. just have to hit the explicit point. We just don't like to. Yeah. The whole button you got to push. It's very difficult. Button and it's that mustache. He, the character's name is Wallace. Yeah, that's one of the other things I know. I mean, I knew it was Wallace and Wallace, but his mustache, I was like, man, this guy already is a Wallace. Yeah. Apparently he asked Kevin Smith if he could do it. He's like, yeah, right on. So that's the framing device. They decide that Justice Long character, Wallace, is going to go to Canada. And Kevin Smith, this this long story history of how much he loves Canada. And this whole movie is going to apparently set up a, a trilogy, but it's weird. And that's the whole premise is that they're going to, Justin Long is going to go there, find out about this ad, talk to him a bit, and then come back and report upon it. Yeah, um, yeah, it is. They call it the Kill Bill Kid, which was a throwback to uh, Michael Park's previous role in Kill Bill. But he's in Kill Bill. Yes, I believe it was his his throwback. Um, but the premise is it's the Star Wars kid. If you don't know who the Star Wars kid is, um, that I don't know what you've been doing with your life. It's a very popular thing but, on YouTube. Uh, yeah, go back and just Google Star Wars kid. You'll find it. But set up pretend to have a lightsaber. He has a real sword and he ends up cutting his leg off. So that's who um, Wallace is going to talk that's to. Right. That's right. That's right. I messed it up. Yeah, he goes there. And then uh, when he gets there, the kid has committed suicide. Yeah. Which does mirror the true story of the Star Wars kid because he did not give permission to release that video and he actually, like, his, his parents sued the school, I believe. Big thing. Yeah, you're right. I totally yeah. messed this up because I kind of glossed over it in the commentary. But yeah, he, they didn't go, he didn't originally go to Canada for the walrus thing. That he happened upon. Yeah. And then, uh, their podcast is called the Nazi 
already terrible <laughs> name to SBT. But yeah, that's that's the more where I'm like, this guy deserves it. Cause even like, you know, they did it on purpose because when he he's like, thank you for turning into the not seen puppy. I'm like, dude, come on, man, it's not funny. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's not funny at all. Um, yeah, I'm not saying I'm pretty sure I read that. Kill Bill Kid was a throwback to Travis. Yeah, Michael Parsons in both of them. But I just can't think of his what yeah, he played. It's been maybe five or six years since I've seen Kill Bill. I own it. My girlfriend owns it because I bought it for her. Yeah. Um, so like, kicked me in suicide, so he's mm-hmm. lost his Not story. the bust. Can't, can't. So he's just trying to find something else to talk about. Um, Salvage a trip to Canada. It was a really funny scene when he's in the airport. That's one of the things I didn't catch the first time. The red and white but never blue <laughs> is like the Canadian slogan in this movie. Yeah. Which I think is hilarious. And that's uh, the security guard in that Harley Moore speed guy from Epic Meal Time, which I've been watching Epic Meal Time for like five years. I love that show. That web series. What? You've got to watch that. It's so amazing. I gotta watch it once. It's not a movie. It's a YouTube thing. Yeah. So that's the setup of it. And then he, while trying to solve this trip, he's at a bar. He's filling feed. And he reads this ad. And it's essentially like... The Did you notice that he like turns the doll away when he's in the bathroom? Ain't nobody want to look at each other when they pee. Well, that's apparently... You might be familiar with it, but I guess it's some story of like... Kevin's childhood that he like spent like three podcasts talking about. Oh. There was I guess some doll in like somebody a relative's bathroom <laughs> that would just like stare at him while he peed or something. So he'd always have to turn it around. Yeah, listen to the commentary. Kevin Smith just talks about how there's so many Easter eggs to the different pods that he's done. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. He, so he gets the ad. Um, reading the ad. You hear a little bit of it in the trailer that you just listened to mm-hmm. a while ago. This so, this point in the movie, and even though we get later on, like a few scenes later, I was really engaged. I thought it was great. Um, it is Justin Long and Michael Parks, their whole exchange before what happens to him. Great. Like, it's actually legitimately yeah. scary. Like, it's a thrilling movie. Um, the stories are great. Yeah. So, Michael Parks does an amazing job in the movie. He's a great actor. I don't, I don't he's never been on my radar. But yeah. I'm sure he's been on other people's. How would you feel if it was uh, Quentin Tarantino instead of him playing that role? Quentin Tarantino? Yeah. I thought he was. Uh, anyways, uh, instead of Michael Parks? Yeah. That's originally what it was going to be? Um, well, that was what I'll send you up for. But yeah, apparently he was offered the role for uh, Dial of Puente. No, that's, that was Johnny Depp's character. Oh, really? Dial of Puente is. Yeah. Well. That makes a lot more sense. Well, the reason I, I can call you on that because I, I listened to uh, the commentary and they talked about it. Yeah, that makes a lot more sense now because I was like, that'd be a completely different age. Yeah, because, I mean, uh, Quentin Tarantino, he, he's acted a little bit. It's only in his own movies just for a short amount of time. Yeah, well, that's, yeah, he turned it down. Um, he said he dug the script and couldn't wait to watch Michael Parks unleash the Kraken. But he had no interest in acting at the moment. Which I'm like, how do you go from Quentin Tarantino turning down to Johnny Depp being like, yeah, sure. Johnny Depp's apparently awesome. Well, and their daughters are friends, I think. Yeah, the daughters are friends with each other. So that was probably it. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, can you call Lily Rose's dad for me? And somebody like Johnny Depp, you could probably just do all the scenes of the day. You cater around <laughs> that guy. They did the whole movie in 15, yeah. so. You cater around that guy's schedule. 
So yeah, guy with Point Dave shows up later. But the whole exchange, once Wallace's character drives up to this mansion, you meet creepy old Michael Parks. Skipped over the uh I'm gonna skip over a lot. Oh well no they well it's there only for a second. This movie is also a non-linear, like how it's told. True. Um, yeah, first time through when it cuts to um, him and his girlfriend, I was like, what the heck just happened? Yeah. And we keep bringing up Quentin Tarantino, but he's the master of non-linear storyline. Um, well, his first couple of movies, Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fiction, were non-linear, they told. In fact, Pulp Fiction, I can do a whole pot on that, but you see one of the characters... <laughs> See one of the characters die like in a very early in the movie, but then shoot to like the whole second act's just about him because he's not dead. Oh. Well, I yeah. know weird storytelling device, but they there are a lot of elements of that in this movie. That clerk scene was the bigger later on, I thought. Yeah, I guess they do get more to it later, but, but yeah, anyway. no, no, it's the next movie. <laughs> um, yeah, so he gets there and they're talking. Michael Parks' character has these awesome stories and yeah. stuff. And Justin Long is just, uh, I don't know, like, I didn't get it the first time through, you know, but the second time, just like, you're a jerk. Like, maybe it's because you know, I guess going in, you knew what was going to happen anyways, but, you know, you're just like, you deserve everything that's about to happen to you. I don't know about that. <laughs> I do. I mean, dude was like, straight up being a jerk to his face, you know. Yeah, he's being outclassed by Michael Parks, and he just was oblivious, being cocky, like, arrogant, like you are saying. So, yeah, up in that point, I thought the movie was great. Like, oh, it's cool. Michael Parks is awesome. It's scary. Oh, no. Justin yeah. Long's character, because you can feel it coming. Like, this guy's a creepo. What are you doing there? Leave, leave, leave. He doesn't leave. In fact, he drinks this tea. Yeah, I mean, he gets drugged, so. He's drugged, just yeah, like a uh, choice. What's his name? Bill Cosby. <laughs> Give me the old Jello treatment. Give me the old Jello drink. That's terrible. I can't say that. Why not? He's can. I don't know. He's done it. He did it. <laughs> you think Bill Cosby's listening? He's gonna get mad. <laughs> I do. I think he's got nothing better to do. Listen to our podcast. Uh, he's got like those ears out. He's just, I'm gonna tag Bill Cosby in it. He almost made it. He almost made it. Never getting caught. Man, our uh, enemy podcast. I put them in one of our tags for the last episode. Really? Yeah. It's hard to find. I've tried to find it. Huh. Unless you like go directly from him. I couldn't find it. Huh. Just to play you have an enemy card? I didn't think you had enemies. It's not an enemy, but... I don't have enemies. It's a rival. I have people I just don't talk to anymore. It's true. That's how we were for a while. You didn't talk to me the other day when I went back. I thought you accidentally sent me that. Coming back where? To the job. Oh. You gotta put in context the things. Yeah, it was Tuesday. <laughs> I didn't think I needed context. Oh, yeah, because I told you. You told me he'd let me know on Tuesday. Yeah. Anyways, he didn't get the job. Sorry. Yeah. No. <laughs> Nobody cares. He's the only other person. Oh. Um, he actually listens to this. I might have been lying again because he says he does, but he's not going to quiz him someday. But yeah, so, get drugged. Um, then she cuts to the girlfriend. Then I think that's when they do the cut to the girlfriend. You find out that she's sleeping with uh, 
Petty. Six cents. Petty, yeah. The, uh, the podcast co potter. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I guess you don't really know they're sleeping together. It's implied. But, yeah, it's implied. Um, well, you know, she is sleeping with somebody. We don't know it's him yet. That's what it is. Because you don't know until he calls him. Yeah. But next day, um, Justin Long is in a wheelchair. And uh, he's kind of out of it. Michael Parks. Michael Parks still being great. His whole exchange. Um, he's in a wheelchair and he realizes that he's missing the leg. Yeah, that was great when he was like, I can't feel my legs. And Michael Parks is just like, oh, that's the spinal tap. He's like, oh, wait. We actually cut one of your legs off. Sorry. His reasoning, he tells him that he got bit by a brown recluse and he did all he could, but he couldn't save the leg. Yeah. And meanwhile, he's fashioning a, a, a tusk, just like the name of the movie. Or I don't know if you actually know it. He's sharpening. Is but, he right in front of him? I missed that. Yeah. Second view and got it. Uh, but yeah, he's actually. What's that bone? The long tibia, tibia. I don't know bones. I don't know. It's the lower leg. Yeah. That is one thing that I did not catch the first time through. I did later in the movie um, when Johnny Depp was talking about it. That uh, he says, because the hockey player says uh, they found pieces of his leg in his mouth. Mm-hmm. You know? I was like, oh man, that just is such a. Because I just thought he had these tusks, you know? That's so crazy that he's fashioned out of their legs. Yep. Makes complete sense. Mm-hmm. So. But yeah, so he's got one leg now. I, I don't know. I just I thought those scenes were awesome. Anytime before we actually get to the big reveal, I think the movie was great. I'm like, oh yeah, Michael Fox is awesome. Suspense. Yeah. I forget. Wouldn't be. So that scene pretty much ends, mm-hmm. and then it cuts to him calling on something. Does it come back to them? I don't know what the next scene is after. No. That. Yeah, that's. I, I, didn't get I think it just cuts down to later that night or something. Yeah, when he's actually able to get to his phone. Yeah, and he calls girlfriend and well, she calls him and he misses the call and he calls her back but she doesn't get it. And that kind of thing, you know. No, it happens all the time. If anybody ever calls you and you try and call them back and you just missed it but they're trying to leave you a voicemail, you have this weird exchange where you got to wait a minute before you try. But he wasn't leaving a voicemail. She wasn't, you know. I don't know. Anyways, that's when we find out that it's the other podcaster, Teddy. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so, yeah. And then uh, Michael Parks hits him over the head. I guess that's when he cuts his other leg off. Yeah, maybe. Uh, uh, but that just sets up. That I want to get to the scene where they're sitting across from each other. That's, the yeah, that's, another, the next scene. that's, that's another like, great scene in the movie. That's... That might be my favorite part of the movie. Yeah. Um, the airport scene's pretty funny. The, and the clerks are pretty funny. But, yeah. He's, like, just having a casual... Michael Parsons trying to have a casual conversation, you know? Like, oh, I told you it was a spider. He must only have one leg still by that point. I don't know. Yeah, I think he still has just the one. But he, at this point, Justin Long knows that this guy's keeping him here. He broke his phone. Yeah. He's still drug bit. Well, yeah, he told him his phone was broken, but then it was ringing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Justin Long was like, ah. <laughs> and then Michael Parks, it's in the trailer. Go watch it. Go watch the movie, even. But Michael Parks just starts screaming back at he him. He mimics him, yeah. Uh, that, like, 
That would be so creepy. That's like the creepiest thing you can do to somebody. Like if they're scared and like to the point they're like cry yelling. Yeah. To just yell right back at them. Yeah, it's disheartening. Like imagine a baby's crying. Or something, <laughs> and you just start crying back <laughs> at it. Huh? I think that happens a lot, unfortunately. Yeah, or if a dog's barking, you just bark back. <laughs> I love that joke where it's like, my cat always looks at me surprised when I meow at it. It's like, well, yeah, you'd be surprised if your cat walked by and was like, a declaration. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I love that scene. So, meanwhile, it's flashing. The, the story goes back, back, back and back forth, forth, back and forth to uh, Genesis Rodriguez and Sixth Sense Dude. And they get, they get the message. Get the message, morning. and then it kind of changes perspective to them. That's when they become the, the vessels for the story. Um, and they're on a quest. Which is kind of weird that all of a sudden, Six Sense dude's willing to travel. I don't, was there much of a hesitation? No, not I mean, not that we saw, at least. Yeah, um, so he, he goes against his... And they start retracing Wallace's steps. Yeah, I'm going to pause you right there. No! Um, that will not be fast. I was going to wait and read some of the reviews on... I, I'm... DB, since we didn't get any um, fan feedback kind of movie, we must be the only two people who watched it this week. Um, but it fits in to that perfect one. It's, uh, this is from. Did they sign these things? Nope. Chris832. Um, gave it a 1 out of 10, just to set it up there. Title is Read My Spoiler Review Now So You Won't, So You'll Know Why to Avoid This Movie. So Wallace has been missing for three days, and his two friends each receive creepy phone messages that he has been abducted and his life is in danger. Wouldn't the immediate action be to go to the local police, police file report, start getting cell phone records from the last broadcast location? Instead, the two fly to Canada, make a few stops, talk to some people, and then go to the police. And they just brush it off instead of, again, doing the obvious thing, finding the last location of the cell phone. One simple throwaway line. We can request the records. It might take a few days, which that seems realistic. Maybe not in this day and age, but would you have instead were led to believe that all these people are operating in the world of technology of 1955? That's a little harsh. And then when they do find a half-sunken car nearby stream, nobody's first reaction is to immediately call the police to send out a search party. Don't do any of these people have cell phones. Clearly, there's a cell tower nearby if their friend was able to use his phone. Oh, I know. He must be at the house down the street. It makes perfect sense. Well, in defense of that, they may have called the cops once they saw that, but they're like, it's go time. Yeah. Can't wait for the cops. Yeah, I mean, I think if... Uh, yeah, I don't know why they were like, oh, his car must be around here somewhere. And I don't know why Michael Parks put his car in the lake anyway. That kind of threw me. I don't know either. But I they did feel like they made a have They had a cop. They had Guy Laponte. He was ex-cop. <laughs> he, he told him he was an ex-cop, but I guess yeah, he was the only person listening to him at that point. So, so yeah. So that person just pointed out plot holes, and guess what? There's gonna be plot holes. Puffer Blunt Man, one out of ten. Title: Kevin Smith makes human centipede. I haven't enjoyed a moment of this movie. <laughs> good, good. Review. In in the commentary, Kevin Smith does say that um, uh, he had never seen. Human Centipede, but he was aware that it, it was similar to it, and when he, he was pitching yeah. people, he's like, Human Centipede, but with a walrus in, in Canada. So that's how <laughs> I kind of pitched it, but he said that's he had clever. never seen it. Yeah. I don't, I mean, yeah, I guess it has similarities, where that guy's trying to make a centipede, and this guy's trying to make a walrus. This, this uh, 
That's why the similarities is Scream and Halloween have similarities. If you take away the gimmick of fusing people together, turning someone to a walrus, you have a broken individual that had damage to them earlier, and this is their twisted way of trying to rectify it. Those are the similarities in my mind. I'm honestly shocked this podcast is done because I thought this was going to be a short one. No, because we're like going beat for beat for some reason in this movie that we didn't like. Yeah, uh, we'll fast forward it a little bit. Um, so they meet Johnny Depp. Yeah, Guy Lapointe. Um, he has been following this serial killer, which at this point we know it's not his first time because we see Justin Long in the walrus suit, which is first time you see it, it's a little cheesy. Um, yeah, I see that's when immediately... Background on that, um, Greg Nicotero of Walking Dead fame okay. was first choice to create the walrus suit. Um, <laughs> Take mainly because busy. he is such a big fan of Jaws. Yeah. Which maybe that means we'll see him in Moose Jaws. No, um, this guy um, who did the uh, thing agreed to do the Tusk thing if you let him do Moose Jaws later. Oh, well. It could be wrong, and that's not um, a sense. Don't, I don't yeah. know who the guy did it, but it's uh, Nick Otero turned the job down because of his commitment to The Walking Dead, but recommended um, they use Robert Kurtzman, which I did not know Robert Kurtzman did special effects. Kurtzman? Not Kurtzman. These are different people. They're not the same person. I know where you're going with this. He's not so, a... Robert Kurtzman <laughs> did it, and he's doing this job also. Yeah. Not the same writer. This is the guy that just does dedicated rubbers. Tell him now. <laughs> Dude, the only Dedic- reason... Dedicated rubbers. Um, my favorite kind. Yeah, so Kevin Smith, this is not a great movie, but I don't think people got what this was going for. Including myself. I didn't enjoy this movie, but people were overcritical it. But Kevin Smith was only setting out to make a B movie that you would only watch at midnight when there's nothing. He went out to do that. And, and in that aspect, exactly... he succeeded. My wife hasn't seen it. Um, and she was here when I was getting the trailer ready for this podcast. Mm-hmm. She was like, well, was it terrible? And I was like, I will probably see this movie again at some point in my life. <laughs> like, I'm sure there'll be a day that I'll be like, well, let's watch Tusk. Especially with all the digital and stuff. Yeah. And that movie's only $3 million. Didn't seem like it was only $3 million. I, I don't know how to gauge movies, but it seemed just like a regular movie. The only cheaper thing was the the walrus but this is a guy who just made I mean, yeah the walrus suit was i think that's where a lot of people were like oh it didn't look real at all but how are you gonna make that look i mean real? yeah that'd be like it'd be like if uh you know spider-man all of a sudden had iron man suit like how'd he do that but i think that's exactly what they were going for <laughs> like like self-made this guy's not a surgeon oh, yeah. uh really crude walrus costume out of human skin and breaking bones they were going for a cheesy and cheap on purpose. I'm sure this this Robert Kirksman could have made a more realistic suit that doesn't. Oh, I'm sure if he's friends with Greg Nicotero, I'm sure that guy doesn't hang out with slaps. I think this is exactly what they wanted, and that's what I think overall in the movie. Kevin Smith made the exact movie he wanted, but he wasn't trying to win an Oscar with this movie. Yeah. So I will defend it, saying like he succeeded in what he wanted to do. Three million dollars, yeah. only 15 days of shooting. That's amazing. It's a fun movie. Bottom line, it's a fun movie, you know. Yeah, um, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, so um, Michael Park yeah. drags Justin Long in the water suit into the water, mm-hmm. and you see he's trying to teach him how to swim, which is a terrible idea if you want this guy to live. But uh, you see a former Wallace, you see, Wallace yeah. dead, which I'm like, 
Why would that guy have to go through the trouble of making another suit? They could have just like got him there. I mean, did he not have the first guy on the chain? Also, or maybe like, maybe not. I mean, that's why the chain exists now. That first guy just drowned himself. But uh, that's true. Yeah, I was thinking he did the same swimming experiment. He probably wasn't as good at it. Um, but yeah, why don't you go in and get that suit? Because you know? it's. <laughs> I don't know. I might be giving Kevin Smith more too, but it seemed like it had to be grafted. A lot of his bones and stuff were twisted to where this is a realistic. I don't think you can just mend it. It's just a suit. He's just in a ball underneath, like in real life. They would Justin Long just in a ball. Oh, so you're saying like the suit? This is suit like, is him. It's so not just the suit. It's like his bones are regrafted. I know Johnny Depp's talking about like the arms are so like a T Rex that was crucified. Or yeah. Something. So that's why I think it's not just a matter of, like in that the movie Silence of the Lambs, he just gets bigger women to make a suit out of their skin. Cause, <laughs> yeah, it's not like that house is uh, for sale, Buffalo Bills. Oh, has it got They're a big hole in the market today? A big hole in the basement? <laughs> it is not. Ah, too bad. <laughs> yeah, apparently the actual house only like the foyer and the dining room are shot in. But yeah, that's how it goes. <laughs> yeah, outside, obviously. So yeah, I'm surprising. I did not know Johnny Depp was in this movie till. Right, as I was seeing it, like maybe the week of, they kept that a pretty good secret. Yeah, and his contract. <laughs> totally, I think if you're going for cheese, that makes sense. As soon as the suit is revealed, you see Guy Lapointe, it, you've lost all credibility. This is a serious, like, thriller yeah. horror movie because Guy Lapointe has just got some goofy French Canadian accent, like, oh, in French Canada. It's true. So, um, fashion. They do the setup for yoga hosiers is the the clerks you were talking about. Um, yeah, so, Kevin Smith's <laughs> daughter and Johnny Depp's daughter, boyfriend, girlfriend, and a podcast friend and Johnny Depp are tracking down. Going, you see basically his whole path again, but in yeah. more detail. And you get the clerks. Um, and, they're pretty funny. Yeah, that's when they're lying. They get bigger lines. Hillary Clinton's not a great actor. She'll, actress. She'll get better. But I guess part of it was probably the role where yeah. like. I don't know the it's the, the uh, I hate American guys yeah. line, but that just always seems off to me. I hate American guys. Me too. <laughs> Maybe that was it. Like she was doing like hardcore Canadian accent, and Lily Rose did not that much. Uh, yeah, she'll get better though. So fucking space princess. Yeah, she didn't take me out of the movie though. I, I didn't. It's just that one line. Yeah. Think about it, too. She's like 13, 14. Not that old. Yeah. Everyone's kind of awkward at that age. Especially when you're trying to be a breakout actress in a movie like this. I don't know if she ever really was. Her dad just kind of put her in this movie. He's put her in other movies. She's yeah. been in, um, she was young, Silent Bob, and Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. And I think in Clerks 2, she's in it. But I don't remember. Yeah. Just in that one episode, just focused around her. To me, she just seems like a teenage girl. Yeah. Um, it's just that, that one line. <laughs> me off yeah, guys. But their performance alone kind of inspired Kevin Smith to do a Yoga Hosiers movie. Uh, yeah, which is um, a different podcast. It's a different podcast completely. Yeah. Um, so That's a funny scene. They make fun of his mustache. Yeah. Um, just lungs and jerk again. Like First time through, I mean, like I said, I wasn't paying too much attention, but I didn't get that, like, Dude's a jerk. Like, I don't feel bad. I do. I don't, I do. Maybe that, the end. The end. When we get there, 
feel a little pretty bit messed. Bad, but, um, yeah, did not feel bad about him getting kidnapped at least. Yeah. Let's see the Yoga Hoosier. Yoga Hoosiers. Yoga Hoosiers gonna be Smodcast 288. Mr. Kevin Smith, if you wanna throw us back some love. I do kind of know the premise of that movie, but we're gonna go too deep into it. Um, but we to wrap it up, like they investigation, they they trace his steps, doing the tried and true detective trick where you just run a pencil over. <laughs> that was pretty funny. I've seen that. That's a trope that's used in some cheesier spy movies. But it leads them to that address. They get there, and then you're talking about the car and the lake thing. Oh, yes, yeah, they didn't know the address. Yeah, I forgot about that. Um, so, yeah, that's they get there, and at this point... Um, inside the house. Inside the house. Uh, is that when they were swimming? Anyways, well, Michael Parks and... During their whole... We get a flashback where Johnny Depp met yeah. Michael Parks, like, six years ago or something, when yeah. he did this to a hockey player. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, in between them tracking Justin Long down, there are some, you know, Michael Parks is teaching Walrus how to swim. Yeah. Mr. Tusk. Mr. Tusk. Mr. Tusk. So, but they, it comes to a climax when uh, Michael Parks and Justin Long um, fight. He's in a Walrus suit, too. Yeah. Yeah, where you, that's where you get the whole why he's doing this mm-hmm. thing. Because uh, you find out... So, I guess we didn't even talk about it. The basic thing is he was in the Navy or Army or something, got shipwrecked. Yeah. Um, the walrus saved his life, and to survive, he ended up killing the walrus, but then like 10 minutes later got rescued. So So he missed it. Yep. So he... Uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> that movie. Uh, the Fog, you mean? I thought it was called The Mist. You're, you're right, but... The Mist and The Fall came out like a week apart from each oh. other, and they were essentially the same movie. Oh. I think the <laughs> twist looked different, but yeah, um, um, kind of like No Strings Attached and Friends with Benefits. Hmm. You can watch either of those movies. You only have to watch one of them. Okay. Um, I own both. I think. I Anyways, um, so he's always felt bad about it. Yeah, so felt like he killed. We're his best friend. They're, yeah. His friend saved his life, and what did he do in return? Killed. So you find out the whole thing is he wanted, because this guy's delusional. I mean, he's got a broken life. I think he alluded to getting beat as a child. He's just a broken yeah. individual, not uh, justifying his actions at all. Cause that's crazy. Walrus is probably the only thing that's shown more love other than Hemingway. <laughs> yeah, um, that's a great story. Movie. A lot of Michael Park's dialogue is worth watching this movie if you want to do a yeah. character study. Of yeah, if, if you've heard this movie's terrible, just. Watch up until you see the walrus suit. And also, Red State, the movie Kevin Smith did before, Michael Parks is the crazy um, preacher guy, also really good. Um, but yeah, the climax of it, walrus against walrus fight. Yeah, yeah, that's he wanted to have a fair fight with them. Um, so they're fighting as walruses, and Justin Long's kind of winning. Uh-huh. So that's when Michael Parks is like. Oh, uh, that's when instinct takes over, and he like sheds his walrus suit and oh. uh, is a man now. <laughs> and that's when friends break into the house. Yeah, Johnny Depp disappears. He just yeah, they're running. He's like, I do not run. Yeah, <laughs> I only walk. He doesn't say that, but yeah, he's behind him significantly. Yeah, he's not there at all. That's when just long. So this is the weird part. This is where the movie loses me. I'm with it up until now. Um, just. 
proves my point that I shouldn't be reviewing movies. Okay. Um, oh, dang it. More coming out. Oh, oh shoot. Yeah. This is going to be a Warner Brothers. Man, I am shocked. This is going to be a Warner Brothers. We keep doing beat for beat for some reason. <laughs> oh, boy. But yeah, so here's, um, that gives him the extra boost to fight and uh, ends up killing Michael Parks. Um, then he's stuck as a Wallace. Mentally. Yeah. He got broken. He went full Ralph Walrus. <laughs> he went full. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think Kevin Smith said that. He went full Ralph Walrus. Walrus. Yeah. It's a hard word. Walrus. It is a weird word. Full Walrus. Um, yeah, so he. Sorry, I've just been thinking about that haiku. I wasn't prepared for a haiku. Me either. I was talking about a movie, though. So they have a movie. But, uh,. Yeah, that's the thing that I'm like, I mean, it makes sense, you know, he finally broke down, now he's a walrus, but, like, hearing his friend gave him that extra boost, mm-hmm. then that, like, minute sequence of stabbing somebody with your former leg tusks, which if the suit, I mean, I guess they got him to a real doctor, they could have got the suit off and stuff. I think, yeah, he, he probably never would have hands, he, he would definitely look messed up. I think they could have gotten more humanoid. Yeah, he could have had, like, he would have been, like, the seal boy from uh, American Horror Story Freak Show. Never watched that show, but yeah, he's a real person. But yeah, that's what I'm imagining. Like they make it out, yeah, no, I, no legs. That that's an unbelievable thing. When they get out of the parking, out of that that place, and a year later, he's in a zoo type area with a pool. Just where I'm like, where is this guy? Like, is it like a walrus sanctuary or something in Canada? But yeah, he just he's so broken that he can't relate to being a human anymore, and. Stay full walrus. Yeah. And that's kind of how the movie ends. She's crying. Yeah. So that's where I was talking about. So it's playing this song in the credits and then it stops and cuts to their podcast and they're talking about the final scene. And I love that Kevin Smith is like, oh, I'm in a song, please. He actually sings a song that they actually had in the credits. Which yeah. I don't know if that was a song already or if they had it, it written because It of was it. Um, Gerard Way from My Chemical Romance actually singing it. Oh, nice. Do yeah. they have it written for the movie or? Because, like, in the podcast, he starts singing a song, but I don't know. I don't know. He actually. just makes a song and starts singing. But, yeah, it was pretty funny. That's worth it. Yeah, yeah. If you, like, really are against this movie, I'm stalling for you. Um, oh, okay. Watch until you see the walrus scene and then just turn it off and just assume he became a walrus. Um, if you, if you want to go for the long haul, go up until the walrus fight. You know, watch him kill Michael Park. Then stop. If you want to go for the extra boost, make it through the credits just to hear Kevin Smith sing a lovely song. And then, uh, yeah, so that is Tusk. Um, Like we mentioned, first part of a Mm three-parter. Yoga Hoosiers is supposed to be out this year, right? Yeah, it's already done filming, Yoga Hoosiers. Um, There was a trailer they showed at Comic-Con, but... It wasn't least in years. He got screwed at Comic Con, so no one saw that. Did you hear the story of what happened at Comic Con? No. So Kevin Smith always gets the the later slot at Hall H, the big hall. Right before his uh, panel was the Star Wars panel. All's fine and good, lots oh. of people. Then JJ Abrams like, everybody who's at this panel, come with me. We're going to a Star Wars concert for free. Yeah. And everyone leaves. Uh, oh, I know. And it didn't get leaked. Didn't get leaked. I guess there's only five people watching. It's kind of hard to film it. Yeah, it's still not done with the effects. Mm-hmm. This next movie's going to be weird because more um, centered for teens. 
Yeah, two it's girls. So the, the two girls from the clerks. Pictures yeah. I've seen looks like they get into some kind of troubles. Yeah, they're they're basically uh, monster demon hunters. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Love it already. Yeah, and then the third one is gonna be Moose Jaws, which is just Jaws, Jaws but a moose with a moose. So yeah, um, I can. Okay, I'll try this. My improvised Tusk was a movie. That's the nicest thing I can say. Wish it was Clerks Three. <laughs> yeah, I wish you would have made Clerks Three instead of that movie. But he's still gonna make it. And in fact, he's gonna make Mallrats too. Hey yo. Hey yo. Um yeah. Let's see if I can get this off, off the fly here. Um good good luck. I own this movie. <laughs> I did not see it before. Wallace is walrus. <laughs> yes. Yep. Didn't get my opinion of the movie. Well, I guess it did a little bit. Anyways, that's the podcast. Um, I don't know what, what are we doing next week? Back to normal. Back to normal. I think we were going we were gonna talk about the pixel Pixar theory, but oh, we can watch um, Unfriended. True. Yeah. Thanks to Amazon, we both having it. Yeah. I, quick st- give you like ten bucks for it. Well, if if we price. If we're actually going to do it, then I'll tell the backstory of how I got two copies of that movie. Yeah. We'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see what's in the news this week. Um, we, we did talk about doing the Pixar theory. I'm still going to believe in it, but the um, president of Pixar has said it doesn't exist, and it would take too much time for them to actually sit down, but he appreciates that people have come up with it. They don't have to do anything. Just let one of those guys do it. I know, right? It's like the fans are doing it for you, man. Yeah. They'll make it fit. <laughs> they want it to. You just cash those checks. Um. Frozen guy um, confirmed in his mind at least, but he said it's not official Disney canon that Tarzan is the brother. Um, oh, the two guys. Yeah. So that's not a Pixar theory, but well, no. it's, I mean the Pixar theory is great. I don't think we should spend a podcast on it if they're not going to say it's real though. Maybe someday. Maybe the next Pixar good good dinosaur around Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um. So as far as I know, our next. Special podcast is going to be uh, Charlie Brown Christmas. What? We're going to watch. You're making us watch a Charlie Brown movie? Mm-hmm. We'll have Star Wars. We'll Star have... Wars. Um, that's a normal one. Uh, I mean, that's something that's actually happening. Unless we. Ooh, leading up, we could do uh, the six movies. We could do that. All right, yeah, we'll count right, that. that down. We'll, we'll do a much faster. Review of each movie, not go beat for beat. Yeah, I guess we could. We'd either do uh, three and three, two and two. That'd be weird to do two and two because you'd have three and four together. Yeah. So maybe we'll do three and three. That'll force us to do it quicker. Yeah. But anyways, um, Frankie, get trivia. Anything coming up you're excited for? Um, we didn't talk about comics at all, but I actually read a lot. Oh yeah, Secret Wars. Secret Wars happened. <laughs> did happen. We are um, running longer. Um, we kind of... That's the only one I read, yes. Yeah, I read it too. Kind of explained the whole thought process behind their plan with... And it happens to be Molecule Man, who played a big part in the original Secret Wars. It's true. We were kind of discussing it. It's a little convoluted. We are trying to understand it because... Yeah, I, if you haven't started reading it yet, wait till later out. Yeah. I think is what I'm going to say. But yeah. basically, I 
it was an all right issue, more of a setup issue. Nothing big happened. I keep trying to think of my brain. Yeah, it was like, well, you'd have um, Valerie um, on Doom, I guess, now. Mm-hmm. It's kind of suspicious of Doctor Strange's death. Yeah, she's been tasked to find the, the scattered heroes and villains, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, I don't know, unless 6 is really great, I think we table Secret Wars till it's finished. We can do a Secret Wars spectacular. Yeah, but that would that kind of leaves us without doing the tie-ins, which there are some good tie-ins. Uh, Civil War is really good. Oh well, yeah, Renew Your Vows is good. These mm-hmm. stories. I'm behind a lot. So. Uh, well, some stories seem it kind of sucks that they're actually part of the story. Like Old Man Logan sucks that it's part of the story. Uh, Civil War to a point because it feels so limited like oh they they're aware they're in this weird world so that's the way like going into it they were like oh my gosh this is so cool we can essentially do like artists and writers were like we can essentially do whatever we want there's no rules yeah and then these like there were three or four things that every artist and writer had to stick to mm-hmm. and then if somebody else was already doing it somebody else couldn't um but yeah the further we go down the rabbit hole if you will i'm like it seems like they let too much. It seems a little forced sometimes when they have to make knowledge of Doom worlds mean barons of their their world acknowledging. Like me, if there were other planets out here and I knew that I was just part, like I know there's other planets. Do it for you. If there was <laughs> other, if the world wasn't flat, like I've been told in Sunday school, no, um, I would be like a lot more up in arms. I wouldn't kind of take things, but whatever. We, we'll talk more. That's what we'll do next week is actually talk about comics, what we set up to do. How about that? Maybe. Maybe. I've got about two months to read, so. I'm, my goal fun. is to get completely caught up on Batman. There's a lot going on. Yeah, I think the third uh, Gods and Monsters will be out by then, second to film in that prequel, whatever it is. But, yeah. Um, so, talk to us. Twitter, the Frankly Done. Website, franklydone.com. Facebook.com slash Frankly Done Network, mm-hmm. Instagram, Frankly Done Network, and of course, email Frankly Done Network at gmail.com. And for all your favorite movie review, reviews and mine, head over to the real movies blog.blogspot.com. Or Ben will tell you how it feels. Yeah. Stay tuned for more from the Frankly Done Network. We'll have um, a normal episode next week. Marvel trivia. Yeah, we'll see where this ends. I might split this, like release them back to back, but split it, gotcha. um, just so people can sit through it. You have to go in the middle, saying that's the end of part one. Stay tuned for part two. Well, I mean, like I'll literally release them at the same time. Oh, okay. It'll be like episode thirteen point one, gotcha. point two. That way, they don't have to be like, ah, oh, two hours. Yeah. Joe Rogan podcasts are always three hours, and I listen to them. That's true. Screw you guys. Since I had the music, it probably will be once we're finished with this. So, last left off, another stalemate, 19 to 15. At this point, I'm never going to catch up. Hopefully, this one throws you for a loop. You got it ready? Mm-hmm. Let's go for it. Okay. The being Cosmos is formed when the Molecule Man is fused with what cosmic identity? The Beyonder. Yeah, see? Yeah. Yeah. Comic knowledge. Yeah. I knew that one. I knew, I like, I'm like, oh, man. That, that is If it wasn't awesome. for issue five we just read. Um, yeah, I don't know. Cosmic would have made me think of a talking dog. Cosmo. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. 
not too familiar with Monaco, man. But maybe, maybe, maybe not. True or false, the supreme intelligence is the leader of the skull, scroll race. No, that's the Cree. Ooh, you got the no and the bonus points. I wasn't sure if you'd get that one. Okay. What was the name of the group that decided to banish Hulk to outer space because of his danger to the planet? No multiple choice. Ooh, this is what kicks off uh, World War Hulk, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Illuminati. Yep. Yeah. Comics. They do a story with Beyonder, too. Not important. <laughs> but yeah. After his death, who revives Punisher and turns him into a Frankenstein? Frankencastle. Like monster. Is it A, the Jackal, B, Morbius, C, Mordok? I spelled Mordok wrong. They forgot the periods. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's all I get? Just three. Just three. I didn't get any. Ooh. Um, There's symmetry to the Jackal, so I'm going to say Jackal. Gonna be B, Morbius. Morbius, huh? That's actually Frankencastle is on my list to read. I didn't read any Frankencastle, so Frankencastle um. is on my list of your flicks to get, but it's a chase one. Yeah. Do you know who? Did it say who killed him? It does not. Do you know who killed him? I know. Spider Man. No, it's Dakin. Ooh. Yeah. Dakin. Cuts him up into pieces. I like that guy. He's fun. So it's man, that's it. It. 22, 17. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. need you to mess up three more times. The Jackal is who originally hires Punisher to kill Spider-Man and then he realizes he's being duped. So that's what I'm saying. It would have been cool symmetry. Oh, that would have been cool. Better story. Morbius. What's Morbius doing revived? He's a vampire. Uh, yeah, I wasn't sure. If I would have gone with Morbius as the vampire. And I, I don't like Mark. Murdoch. So I, I love Murdoch, but that. I knew it wasn't him. I just knew Jack. I don't know who Jack was. So. Clones, Peter Parker. It's a thing. He's yeah. a Spider-Man guy. I already forgot our new tagline. We didn't have one because we no, decided. I said it. Yeah. Oh, Earlier. did you? It's like it was just as bad as you're gonna listen anymore. Well, Michael B. Jordan lied to us, so we can't use that one anymore. It was like this. This is a show. It was. Like, it was a. Uh, Canadian accent. I said something by accident. Oh, I don't None remember. of us is going to have to listen to this episode. So <laughs> I probably will. I'm in my car a lot. It's a show. It's a show. This is a show. It's a show. It's a show now. All right. Bye, everybody. I think that's what it was. <laughs>